Today we're going to talk about what happens when you have the Word abiding in you. There he is, coming across the finish. Many times it looked as though he wouldn't last, but he trained well, he nourished himself well, he hydrated well, and here he comes. Although he slowed down a bit, he kept a steady race pace. When he fell, he got back up. When he was thirsty, he drank water. When he was hungry, he ate the right nourishment, and he's now at the finish line, finishing his course. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. He broke the tape. There are times in life when you start out fast and hard. Then you run into obstacles that make you want to quit. That's when you have to know that life is not a fast sprint. Prepare for trouble as it comes so you can conquer each one like a marathon runner. This podcast is to help you to prepare. Prepare for the good and the bad. Prepare to finish your course with success. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Marathon Faith. My name is Carolyn Bridges, and we are going to talk today about a real-life example of what happens when the Word of God is abiding in you. This is episode number 31. We have a special guest with us today. It's my dear, dear friend, my sister in the Lord, Roxy Sullivan. You want to say hello, Roxy? Hello, everyone. Carolyn, it's great to be here with you. Thank you so much for coming. I'm so, so glad and so excited that you came to join us. And um, in particular, we have just uh, shared so much together over the years. Um, Roxy and I, just by way of introduction, um, we've known each other for many, many years. Our kids, our youngest kids, went to school together since kindergarten, and they're grown and living their own lives now. Yes. Uh, we've been able to uh, just together share with uh, in prayer, praying for our families, you know, those things that moms go through. Wow. <laughs> our, our kids can... You know, they can really take us there. We we have good kids. You know, we love our kids. Not perfect kids, but they're the perfect ones for us. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And um, so, but one of the things that um, we have just really focused on in our life, uh, it's really hard to find a friend that is someone that uh, prays with you, for you, uh, has that word living on the inside of them and understands the necessity of prayer, the necessity of standing a post, yeah. uh, that uh, prayer is not just for yourself. We have prayed, I mean, how many hours oh have we put goodness, in? Oh, my Carolyn, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, pray, we pray for others. Mm -hmm. um, and in that prayer, we always have scripture, to back us up. Yes. We're not just praying out. We're not as one that beats the air. Right. Those prayers are specific. They go to a certain point, whether it's right here in the city that we live in or that you live in, whether it's in our state, whether it's for our country or all over the world. Our prayers are targeted. Mm -hmm. And so we have uh, come to a point in our lives that, um, you know, when we approach God, we approach him specifically. We've gone through those steps of ask God for what you want. Find yes. out what the scripture says about it. 
Ask him for it. Believe that you receive it. Rejoice that you receive it. And so we've built that up in us. I mean, when were you born again, Roxy? Oh, wow. At age 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many years ago. Um, and then came into, you know, a greater understanding of the yes. word, of course, as life came, you know, as you go along in life. Um but yeah, for many years. Yeah, yeah. And and I was born again um, over 30, 38, 38 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when it was that long ago, I thought, how can you do anything for 38 years? That wow. seems so long. <laughs> Sometimes it seems like only yesterday. But when I face those things in life, I understand now why life isn't a sprint. Yes. It takes time to get that word in you. It does. To get that automatic response that when trouble comes, you have that word in you that will combat it day after day after day. We've gone through sickness. We've gone through difficulty in our lives, difficulty in marriage, um, difficulties in our kids, you know, some things we're still believing God for. Yes. Uh, Financial difficulties. And um, those things that hit us by surprise. Oh my! And yeah, that's you're bringing <laughs> me into remembrance of of many things that we've walked through, Carolyn. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And um, one of the main reasons that Roxy is joining us today is that something took her by surprise. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really did. Yeah, it's been. Um, about two years ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, you want to just share, um, you know, just share what's on your heart okay. about that situation. All right, well, um, just you talking about the Word of God that abides in us, um, it, it's so, so very important Um, for that word to be in you because you don't even know when you're going to have to suddenly um, use use that active word that's in you. Um, I was on my way to pick up my daughter two years ago, my dad and I from the bus station downtown Detroit. Um, She was coming in on the mega bus and um, we were As I left the house, Mm -hmm. I consulted with the Lord because it was very late at night. And, you know, just, Lord, which way should I go as I I left the home? And I went in that direction. Um, And when we got there to pick her up, my dad and I, we were so excited to see her and kind of lost track. You know, I I just was caught up, excited about Mm -hmm. the holiday. And... We picked her up. I did not stop and say, Lord, which way should I go home? Because it was probably, the bus had been delayed. It was about 1230 at night. Mm-hmm. And um, as we were traveling, Dad began to share about his song that he had sang at church. It was uh, um, something about God's grace. He was just going on and, and on about um, singing different songs he loves to sing and worship the Lord, just a wonderful, godly man, um, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Very thankful for him. I love your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little emotional when I think about, about, about him and his love for the Lord. Yes. Um, but anyhow, we were, as we were singing, and then I came upon a car um, that was parked on the side of the road that came and headed me off head to head. Mm. Um, and the lights were blinding, so mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what was happening with the car. However, the passenger got out of the car with a gun, standing in a stance, and began to shoot at us. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I had to, you know, you realize this, you're, we're being shot at. And I paused. I told my daughter to get down. <clears throat> And we began to pray. I I could just hear my daughter and I, we both were praying in the spirit. We're crying out the name of Jesus. And all I can say is the Holy Spirit began to instruct and I put the car in reverse. And we were able, I backed up out of that situation. I heard about four gunshots and literally we were, I asked my family to check to see if they had been shot, to check themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm backing up out of that situation. And at that time, um, there could have been just great fear. Mm -hmm. But, and that's what you would, I I thought, but I know that God took over Mm -hmm. and we were able to get out of that situation. I backed up a few blocks backwards and the car spun around and I was able to enter the freeway. Mm. And as we entered the freeway, they began to chase us. Um, as I looked in the rear view mirror, but after I got on the freeway, they stopped chasing me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Um, I mm. just thank the Lord. <clears throat> and yeah, um, couple of points here yes <laughs> a couple of points yes here. this happened in the city of Detroit yes and people all over the country knows or they think they know mm-hmm. about the city of Detroit I know Detroit has a reputation I was born and raised in Detroit mm-hmm. and um, many most of my friends you know we were born and raised we went to school in Detroit yes And although now that we're born again and we have taken up our prayer post. Yes. We pray for our city. How many years? We pray for our city. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yeah. We pray for the safety of our city. Mm -hmm. And um, God delivered you. Yes, he did. In the city of Detroit. A a, a city that has a very bad reputation. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it won't be for long. Detroit no. Detroit, and residents of Detroit, we love you and you are yes. forever in our prayers. Amen. My family lives in Detroit. Yes. Okay. Yes. And my friends live in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter what neighborhood you live in, mm-hmm. Psalm 91 is for you. Oh, it is. <laughs> Thank the Lord for the scriptures. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, Thank for your God. promises. Yes. You know that he delivers us. Um you th- I think of just the fact that as we yield our hearts to the Lord, yes. that he comes in the midst, you know, mm-hmm. I just believe I, I have this, um, I can just picture 
as praises were going up in our car, that yeah. the angels were in our midst, that God was just right there with us, shielding every bullet. Yeah, and, and that's something that you do. That's something that you do all the time. Yes. You don't you didn't have to work it up. You were already praising him and God knew what was about to happen, but he put praise in your heart. Amen. You know, the Bible says that praise stills the enemy and the avenger. Yes, it does. And your dad, you told me that your dad was praising God. Yes. And um yeah, your my, daughter had been Yes. My daughter, on her way, um, drive coming in on the bus, mm -hmm. she shared with me that she had been just in a, um, the whole time on her trip, that she was in communion with the Lord, mm -hmm. just just in conversation with him, you mm -hmm. know, talking about her life and her goals and just um, just having a intimate time with him. Yes. Um, and I know that um, just being in that place and it's so important for us to always be in communion with him as often yes. as we can yes um that it should be a, a way of life for us yes and so it was very obvious that when that sudden danger came upon you mm -hmm. um it was obvious what was in you amen <sighs> amen and he, it, it, he it, loves it, us yeah it, it's like you can't you can't even wear it as a badge of honor. No. Because it's our submission to what he said to do. Yeah. Amen. Yes. He gave Amen. us, he supplied us mm -hmm. and has equipped all of us with the tools that we need yes. here in earth. Yes. And when we, we look to him mm -hmm. in those times of trouble, mm -hmm. and we, we may not even know that we're responding to him, but Amen. because of him working with us and in us mm -hmm. um he protects us yes yeah. yes yes he does i just um we opened with the scripture uh john i don't know what scripture <laughs> we opened up with john fifteen seven. Yeah. it uh it just reminds me so much of our pastor yes <laughs> absolutely he uh has a, I, I think it matters it matters what church you go to yeah because it can be the difference of life and death of your life it can and your death and he has driven home to oh us God. i mean i'm thanks so thankful oh if my word he, he go okay. if if that big if my word abides, abides in, in you, lives in you, yes. settles, settles down, down in you, take up residence yes. in you, <laughs> you mm, shall ask what you what, will. And it shall Yes, be given. it shall be given. It shall mm -hmm. be given. And that is such, um, it's evident. Amen. It's evident because that word is in you. Mm -hmm. It is in you. It was in you at that time. And yeah. that is what came out. That was yes. that automatic response. It's been, you know, they always yeah. say it takes, um, it scientifically it says it takes 21 days to build a new habit. Hmm. Um, and so if you're not there, it, if you're listening and you're not at that point where the word of God is automatically, you don't know what you would do if sudden no. danger hit you. No. Well, come to that. Uh, come to the point of decision that you decide that you're going to put that word in put you. In you're going to put Psalm 91 in you. There was a time in my life when I was um, uh, living alone 
I was always afraid of the dark. <laughs> I grew wow. up afraid of the dark. I can't, you know, I, I was just the one that was always frightened and timid. Mm -hmm. um, and I would read Psalm 91 every single night. Wow. And I, yes, I lived in the city of Detroit. Yes. And I knew that if God's word didn't work in my neighborhood, then it just didn't work. Does it matter what neighborhood? Do I have to uh, be rich and wealthy and go live in the finest neighborhood in the country? Mm -hmm. No, I don't have to do that. All I need is the word of God the in word me. Of God. And I tell you, nothing ever, nothing, nothing bad ever happened. Never even came near. It says that uh, trouble shall not even come near you. Wow. And it's not coming near you when you have that word. God, I, hey, <laughs> he I, gave us that word. He gave us the word. <laughs> it's interesting because, um, you talk about this, you know, the city of Detroit. And mm -hmm. so after this incident occurred, um, we were sh shouting, rejoicing, truly excited about what God had done um, and spared our lives. And then there was something that we still had to deal with. As you're talking about fear, mm -hmm. um, there was a, a the trauma of going through that. There was still something that we had to overcome and that was the fear of mm. um you know if something was reenacted someone got out of their car in the middle mm -hmm. of the street um it was just a um overcoming that what had happened in the city mm -hmm. and so i would take different routes mm -hmm. to get home and mm -hmm. just you know and god he healed me yeah and my daughter yeah yeah from that trauma and I thank God so much for that because mm -hmm. it didn't happen instantly yeah it, it and it's 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 interesting that we hear testimonies mm -hmm. like yours I've, I've heard testimonies like that before I've never known the person <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm so glad God oh, saved my thank friend you, Jesus thank you <laughs> praise Lord. God mm -hmm. but you hear testimonies like that but until this happened with you, I didn't know the other side of that. Yes. There was something else that you had to deal with. There was something else. You know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Yes. And that's truly what he came for um, that we realized. And as, as things continued to unfold in my life, I could see it a little bit more clearly as I look mm -hmm. backwards, you know, mm -hmm. um, but continued. I knew that that fear was there. And it's interesting because even that night of the incident, mm -hmm. I knew that the fear could have at attached itself to us. And I began to sing a song that Bishop taught us years ago. It was a song of the spirit mm -hmm. that there's no fear here. There's no fear here. No matter what the devil says, there's no fear here. I'm filled with love that's from above. No matter what the devil says, there's no fear here. And so I just, you know, when I was, we were talking about the incident, I'm like, Lord, you put that song in our heart that oh, night praise God. because he knew what was going to come, what we were going to have to overcome mm -hmm. after that incident. Mm -hmm. We literally sang it on the way home. Wow. 
as we were coming from the police station. Oh, yeah. And so God set us up for victory. Yes. A total victory. Yes. But we had to walk through that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I'm so thankful. God has totally healed me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I live in the city of Detroit. Praise God. God blessed me (laughs) with, he gave me a home in the city. Yeah. And now, but but where were you living before that? I was living in Northville, yeah. Michigan. I yeah. I, I mm-hmm. lived in the suburbs of Detroit for years, mm-hmm. and um, I believe with all my heart that this is my territory for yes. this season that God has given me. And the enemy was trying to keep me in fear, mm-hmm. so that I would not take my new post. Yeah, yeah. We talked about. We were talking about actually before we came on the air is um, how fear can paralyze you. It will paralyze you. Yes. It'll stop you from doing that thing that God called you to do. Yes, it will. It could have paralyzed you at the moment of the attack. But God. But God. (laughs) (laughs) There was no fear there. There was no No fear. fear. No fear to attach itself to. None in your daughter, none in your dad, none in you. And we have to speak those things even when we're still shaking in our boots. We know that the word of God, that it, uh, you know, that it will avail much in our behalf Mm -hmm. if we speak that word, if we continue to trust in and lean on and rely on our God. Yes. Um, yes. That it will manifest mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Isaiah 41. Um, was it, is it Isaiah 41 um, that talks about do not fear? And I like the amplified version of that. Uh, Isaiah 40. You got it. It says, do not fear the one that you wrote there. (laughs) Isaiah 41 um, and 10. Fear not. There is nothing to fear. For I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victories, victorious right hand of justice and rightness. Yes. Um, he said, fear not. He said it. I mean, it's like he knows what's going on in our life right now. Yes. And he does. God is paying attention. Mm -hmm. God is paying attention to you as you're listening. And he is telling you, don't fear. Fear not. You don't have any reason whatsoever to fear. Why? Because he is with you. Yes. You can call on the name of the Lord. Whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes. What does that mean? Yes, that's the salvation but also there's uh, more salvation, if you will. Mm-hmm. You'll be saved from uh, danger, 
from uh, the noisome pestilence. Let's look at Psalm yes. 91. Yeah, as you're looking at for that, I can, calling on the name of Jesus, it just puts me in remembrance of teaching my children when they were young. And there would, you know, whatever things they may have been going through, or I can remember getting in the car and we would roll the windows down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't know what to say, what to pray, but I, I can remember us being taught about the shout, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we would get in the car and just scream the name of Jesus. I'm like, okay, one, two, everybody as loud as you can. And we would just shout the name of Jesus. And just the peace of God mm-hmm. would come, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, that's just following the directives yes. of the Lord that he gives you. But um, yes. sometimes you, if you don't know anything more to, to say or mm-hmm. pray, mm-hmm. calling on his name. You call on his name. Yes. 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 He's there um, if you're, uh, you were blindsided. Yeah. When that happened, you I mean, that's the last thing anybody expected. No. You sent us a text in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I said, what? What? Then I had to come to myself. OK, she's OK. She's sending the text. She's yes. OK. You know, yes. um, you were blindsided. Yes. And um, by by you knowing to call on the name of the Lord. If you don't know anything else, call on his name. And you're not calling on just Jesus, mm-hmm. as we talked mm-hmm. about in our previous episode. Mm-hmm. It's not just the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's his authority. Yes. It's his authority. Mm-hmm. It's like um, uh, if I work someplace and I'm working for someone, if I have a boss over me and I'm that spokesperson for that boss, I'm not there for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm there for that person. That person has delegated that authority to me. So when I speak, he or she speaks. Yes. You know, when I say uh, we need this done over here, they know that that's coming. That's not coming from me. That's coming from him or that's coming from her. That's coming from the boss person. Okay. That's that delegated authority. Authority. And so when we speak the word of God, when we call on his name, Satan knows it. God knows it, you know it, and I know it, yes. that we are speaking in Jesus' authority. It's like, it's like um, we are clothed in him. We're clothed mm-hmm. with his word. Yes. It's, it's upon us. It's in us. Yes. And when we speak that word, then all they see is Jesus. Yes. All heaven and earth sees Power. is Jesus. Yes. All that spirit world sees is Jesus. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. We are, we are blessed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. That's the amplified version. And uh, it says, He who dwells in the secret place. We're talking about dwelling in in him his word abiding in you and you abiding in his word look at what the scripture says yes oh yeah it looks like he's from detroit Mm. (laughs) Mm. the psalmist knows yes no matter where you live no No matter matter where you live okay that word is for you if if you dwell in that secret place it doesn't just come automatically i know over the years 
people that believe the way we believe, okay? Mm -hmm. We believe, yes, you can say what you want mm -hmm. and it'll be yours. Yes, you have to watch your mouth. Mm -hmm. You have to not be so bad on yourself, not down on yourself. Yes, you have to speak those things, those, those um, positive things, not just positive things, things that are written in the Bible, those things over your life. Amen. Um, uh, some people may not have actually taken that to heart to actually meditate on the word of God and they sort of give us a bad name. But when you let that word abide in you, yes, you can ask what you will. No, it's not for anybody. No, it's not for the person that's rejecting God. No. Okay. But if you're rejecting God, you can turn right now. You yes. can turn right now. Yes. He won't turn He's you real. away. He's, yes. God is real. Yes. Yes. His word is real. Amen. Amen. And he never, he won't turn you away. No. Anybody, if you read the scriptures, Roxy, I read, one time I read, I read the Bible. I was in such a place in my life that um, I wanted to find a reason to quit. Well, <laughs> and well. anything I do, I got to find it in the scripture first. <laughs> Not going to find it. My teachers have to have missed something. <laughs> I know how you felt, but yeah. no, and I ever find it. And I couldn't find it. <laughs> no. And then I found that Isaiah 41 10. Don't be afraid. Fear not, Carolyn. <laughs> Don't look around you in terror. You, you act like you know what I'm doing no. here. But I, you know, don't, there was no reason to quit. In fact, what I found is when I read the Gospels and the life of Jesus, oh, yeah. that, and I wasn't even looking for this, but here's what I noticed. My question was okay. Jesus healed everybody. Uh, J Jesus just went around healing. The scripture says he went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed well. of the devil. As if he was just going anywhere, just doing anything. Mm -hmm. But when you actually read the scripture, you see that he healed anybody that came to him. Yes. You have to come to him. You have to come to him. You have to come. When they came mm -hmm. to him or someone came to him. Yes. On on the behalf of a loved one, mm. he was there for them. Oh, then yes. then healing flowed. Mm. You have to want it. He's not. Uh, he's not. Um, uh, he doesn't force himself no, on he you. Doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He's good enough. The Bible says the goodness of God brings man to repentance. He doesn't force mm -hmm. himself on anyone. You haven't seen it. You haven't. He hasn't. You didn't see where uh, someone was resisting Jesus and then he decided to heal them anyway. No, you don't. No, they came to him. The the man the the man who had the four crazy friends. Yes. They broke open the roof. They heard Jesus was in the house. They yeah, heard they about came. him. They heard about him. Yes. I'm telling you guys about him. Those of you that are listening, oh, I'm listen. telling you about him. He will heal your body. Yes, he will. If you come to him, he will cause your finances to turn around. Mm -hmm. If you come to him, you might say, well, I'm from, I'm just, you know, from the uh, city and, and I'm just a statistic. And I'm, I'm basically, I've already messed up my life. God takes messed up lives. And he turns them around. Yes, he does. Those are usually the ones that you hear about. And so God wants to hear about you. The world wants to hear about you. Come to him. 
whoever came to him. He healed them. He delivered them. The woman with the issue of blood, she heard about him. And then she came to him. She came to him against all odds. That It was the uh, law of the land that uh, said that she couldn't even be out in public. She could be stoned Mm -hmm. in those days for being out in public. But she had a desperation in her heart. It didn't matter who said no. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who said no. She heard that Jesus was in town. And she heard that you could just touch his clothes and it would heal you. And so she came in that crowd. She pressed her way. Yes. She pressed her way. Just yeah. as we uh, just talked, Roxy, you, I mean, I'm sure there were some times that you had to press your way. Yes. In, so in just times. spending time. Did you always have a song in your heart? No, <laughs> no, no. There, were t- there have been times where I couldn't, you feel like you can't pray. Yes. Depending on what you're going through, or there's no song, but you continue to press. Yes. And God knows even that press, I believe, in our silence, yes. um, that we're still coming. You mm-hmm. still keep coming. Yes. 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 We always, we, we just still, we, if we don't know what to do. What to do. Yeah. Because um, I think of, you know, with me even being a nurse, patients that they may not even be able to speak, mm-hmm. you know. But there is that still that press Mm -hmm. in your heart that God knows. Yes. And we know. So you keep coming. Yes. You keep coming. You keep you have that will to live. Yes. You have that will to keep coming. You have that something on the inside of you that says there is something better. There's got to be something better. I don't have to end it. No. You don't have to end it. Don't end your life before you've ever lived it. No. And you haven't lived it until you've lived it in Jesus Christ. He has a plan for your life. Yes, he does. And it's a good plan. It's plan. It has a hope and a future, a good future. Just keep coming to him. Yeah. Just keep coming to him. So let's just um, let's just pray for our audience, for those that are listening. And we'll just give an invitation to receive Jesus as your Lord. Father, we just thank you for those that are listening right now. We ask you to touch their hearts. We thank you, Father, for bringing this word to them, that it would minister uh, specifically to their heart, that it's a personal word, that they would rise up, hear you, obey your word, obey your voice, Father, and become born again. And so if you're listening and you have not received Jesus as your Lord, just ask him, just ask him to come into your heart. He's, the, the, the scripture says, if you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Ask him to come into your heart. And once you ask him, he'll begin to lead you. One thing I know he'll lead you, he'll lead you to go to a good church home, a church that teaches the Bible. I'm not a pastor. We're not pastors, but we attend a, a good church. Ask him. He will lead you to go to a good church where you can understand the Bible, where you tell others also that you've received Jesus as your Lord. And then you begin to read the word of God. You get that word in you, just as we have said. Let that word abide in you. And you abide in the word. You let it uh, become a part of you. Day after day after day. A little day at a time. One day at a time. And you too will be one that when danger comes. And danger does come to everyone. Unfortunately it does. We don't live in a perfect world. Um, This is not heaven, but uh, this is about the closest you're going to get to heaven and the closest that you'll ever get to hell. 
So right now, while you're in this in-between time, receive him so that when you leave this earth, you can go to heaven and live forever in a place with God. Uh, we, we love you. We care about you. And uh, we bring you this broadcast because God loves you and he wants you to live forever with him. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has been a, a blessing to you. Thank you, Roxy, for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a blessing to be able to share that testimony. I mean, um, I just thank God that it happened to you. But uh, you're not, you know, God is no respecter of persons. No. And that's why we're sharing it. Amen. That's why we're sharing it. Hey, just like he did it for you, he'll do it. Yes, he will. For everybody that's listening. So just call upon him and God will be there for you. Let his word live in you, abide in you, and you abide in him. Yes. And you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Thank you so much. Life isn't a sprint, long jump, or 100-meter race. Life is like a marathon, long, steady, focused, since life is like a marathon, God has given us marathon faith to win our race. Thank you for joining us. If this podcast has blessed you, visit our blog at MarathonFaith.com. And remember, you have the strength to finish your race. You have God's marathon faith.